What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Like the Stephen King thing now, uh, it. When I saw it, I had to laugh. I'm sorry. I couldn't sleep. Just seeing the book cover, it. I couldn't sleep. I was alone. I went, oh, my God, there's a pronoun in the basement. Oh, my God. And I want to get married. My last, I just broke up with, uh, with an actress who, uh, everybody has it tough now, but actors, it's tough. But nevertheless, she was wacko, okay? She was an only child, but she still had a sibling rivalry, which I felt was like, you know. I mean, in her backyard, by her she had a set of mood swings, which is not a giveaway. It's not a dead giveaway. Uh, some classic neurosis from comedian Richard Lewis. Jeff oh, and Jen, Cincinnati's guy. Q102. Whatever happened to him? The uh, Boku commercials uh, dried up, and <laughs> he's funny. I always liked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to get stripes when mowing your lawn? And s'more shoes are available now. It is Wednesday, the 9th of August, twenty twenty-three. We are Jeff and Jen, and here is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q one hundred and two. Before we get to those stories, are you someone who does not mind having the subtitles on when you're watching television, or do you find them to distract? They're very distracting. distracting. I mean, you find yeah, them distracting. You yeah. all find them distracting. Because uh, even when I can hear it perfectly well, I'm still reading, and I, then I'm not watching what's happening on yeah, the screen. Same. I do watch a lot of foreign stuff, though, so if... If they have the crappy overdubs, I will choose that just so I'm not reading them, but sometimes I have to. But in yeah. general, like if I go to a friend's house and they have them, they're one of those people that always have them on. Mm-hmm. I can't focus. The Disney Channel I can't always focus. has them on. Like they say that it helps kids like read and understand words. Oh, and yeah? Then, yeah. So the Disney, I guess you could go in and turn it off, but that's when yeah. I really but noticed it. the default it is, is on. on. Yeah. Well, you'll find this interesting. It sounds like most people turn on subtitles at least occasionally, even if they know the language and don't have hearing issues. In the latest survey, 66% of people say they do turn the TV subtitles on at least occasionally, with 13% of viewers saying they always have them on. I put it on for mm. Dairy Girls, and I put it on for sometimes uh, the Great British Bake Off or baking show. Mm. It's because of the thick accent. Well, you know, there's always like, whatever, let's say 10 people. Nine of them I understand, and then there's that one person who's like from northern Scotland. I'm like, I don't know what they said. 
I yeah. have no yeah. idea what I'm they the just said. the same way with like <laughs> thick accents or, you know, if the audio is kind of mixed weird, sometimes I have difficulty with certain voices. And that really is sort of why a lot of people do it. So I'm not alone in that. Um, the two most popular reasons are, number one, enhanced comprehension. Hmm. And That's what I think the Disney Channel does. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the second reason is to help understand those accents. That's like adding subtitles to understand thicker English accents on on the British shows that uh, Tim is referring to, or what is that, Northern Ireland, mm -hmm. the Dairy Girls, Girls or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guy from Grey's Anatomy talks like that, though, with the red hair. Like when he's not yeah. on the show, that's how thick his accent is. Hmm. Or even regional American accents, especially Appalachian, Southern, and. <laughs> I'll grant you South Boston, too. Those well, are the ones that I understand the most. That's Appalachian funny. and Southern. Remember, I always interpret for You're you You're very good, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 22% of people like to have subtitles on in noisy places. Like airplanes. That's always when I turn them on. I do, too. Yeah, well, like, especially if I do the back of the chair. Um, and the sound sucks in those yes. things anyway. When I do the back of the chair viewing, you know how, like, with just some of the Delta airplanes have the built-in flight entertainment. Right. I always have to turn on the closed captions. Yep. Uh, especially if you live in a noisy household where you got a lot of kids running around and you're trying to pay attention to what's on the... Yeah. Uh, pay attention to the dialogue. Sometimes the subtitles help. Uh of course, those people with hearing difficulties, obviously, they would have them on. Or maybe because you turn it down because you don't want to disturb other people. Right. Uh, if you're learning a new language, sound sensitivity. And to make it easier to multitask. Now, the reasons people don't like subtitles, uh, to Jen's point, they are distracting. They don't always match the words being spoken. Sometimes they move too fast or too mm -hmm. slow. They mm -hmm. clutter the screen. They're inconvenient to turn on and off. And uh, when it comes to watching shows in a different language, subtitles, turns out, are more than twice as popular as dubbed audio. I'm the same way. I'd rather hear it in the original language than the dubbed audio. Mm -hmm. There's something. Yeah. I don't know why that bug, bugs me so much. Yep. I just, I hate it. Probably because the words don't match up with the mouth and it just, it looks weird. So it's yeah. interesting. I just watched this show. I talked about it a month ago or whatever um, uh, called Prisma. And I think the, I watched the overdubs because it was, it just came on that way. I was like, oh, this isn't bad. I think it's the same actors. You know, a lot of the younger actors probably know English and did it themselves. Because oh, wow. I did flip it off. I'm like, that sounds like the same, same voice. voice. But yeah, the inflection and stuff, Jeff, is sometimes important. Right, I get that tone. You know, even if you don't know what the hell they're saying. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you think you eat dinner earlier or later than most people? We probably eat it later than most people. Probably later from up front. I eat it earlier than most yeah. people. I try to eat it earlier, but we, yeah. it depends on our... We Jake, well, Jacob has a set time. He eats dinner at 6.30. I was going to say what time 6.30. It was 6.30 every day, 6.30. Yesterday, 6 .30 we dinner. had dinner at 4.45 p.m., because That's very we, early. Well, we had to be at cheer at oh. six o'clock. So it's like I can't fill her up full of food and then expect her to go run around. So I got to let it kind of settle a little. Right. I know. It does seem like the all of the at 530. Yeah. It seems like all of the kids activities fall right in the middle oh, of yeah. dinner 100%. time. Like so. it's cheer practice is six to seven thirty. 
What am I when supposed, supposed to feed to you? Eight? Yeah. You're going to bed. Right. Mm. Yeah, peak dinner time for Americans is about Jacob's time, 6.19 p.m. There to be go. exact. Someone combined stats from surveys taken between 2018 and last year, and 6.19 is the average dinner time overall, but it also depends on what state you're in, you know, based on how light or dark it is, I suppose, and where your city is in the time zone, because we tend to be on the westernmost edge of the eastern time zone i feel like you a little later really late jeff like we've been out at events sometimes and you'll take a reservation for 9 p.m like that's unimaginable to me to eat like a big meal at nine o'clock we don't like to eat that i know but i'm saying i feel like but you do it like i would i never do that it's not my first choice I, i don't like to eat that late yeah it just feels so late yeah, if we make a reservation for 8.30 or something like that, it's because probably we couldn't get reservations earlier. Like, we couldn't get that ideal yeah. 7 o'clock. Were we at Blink, I think, is when Jen and I were both like, you're eating after this parade? <laughs> I'm like, what? We felt like such old fogies. What? It's time to go to bed. It's yes. not time to have you're a large meal. after the parade? Yeah. What are you, are you doing? Crazy? Well, it does get dark early. Well, we you people you drag my ass down here at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I didn't have a chance to eat. <laughs> you eat on the way down like the rest of us at 4.30 in our cars. God. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that either. I know it's not the best for you, but I enjoy eating late. Mm-hmm. Same. It's just I just can't lay down in bed afterwards. No way. Well, that's the thing. Though. I they need stay some up. time. Yeah, I we know. do stay up. All right. So, talking about beer, we're going from food to beer. Okay. If you walk into any local brewery, chances are you got a robust choice of multiple IPAs. But a new report claims IPAs are actually one of the least popular beers in America. I believe that. I enjoy them from time to time, but it's not something I'm going to sit and drink four of. Well, their flavor is... I'll be on the floor. Yeah, I feel like their flavor for the IPA is kind of acquired. Like, you have to... Mm -hmm. You can have, like, one, and then after that, sometimes you're like, whoa. I like the juicy IPAs. Mm -hmm. The kind I like. Yeah, market research from Statista indicates that American beer drinkers have found that most people prefer lagers. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm a Pilsner guy. It's even lighter. Pale ales are second most popular. Technically, this includes the craft stuff we encounter because the question was, which styles of beer have you drank in the past year? Not just your preference. Uh, Pilsners are third, followed by wheat beers, brown ales, and stouts. But IPAs are seventh. Yeah, they're heavy too. Hmm. They were only more popular than porters. And I have two of those, equivalent of eating a bag of russet potatoes <laughs> or like four loaves of bread. It just sits there in your stomach. Uh-huh. But the craft industry loves to push IPAs, even though plenty of light beer fans don't like them. A big flavor. It's a flavor thing. Mm. Okay, so those s'more shoes that I mentioned earlier in the show, this is going to sound weird. <laughs> Are we talking marshmallows? The makers of Jet Puffed Marshmallows are now selling shoes that are supposed to look like s'mores. These are not for eating, however. They're puffy slip-ons that you actually wear. They're not shaped like a s'more. 
They were just sort of going for the essence of a s'more. They have the color of a gently roasted marshmallow. Toasted marshmallow. And that's what they basically look like. A slightly toasted marshmallow. And the tops are the color of graham crackers. Oh, they're cute. They partnered with, how do you pronounce the shoe company? Kizik? I don't even know. K-I-Z-I-K. I would guess Kizik. They look like they are a bit, um, like they have a heel on them. Which I wasn't quite expecting, Jeff. Yeah, so they partnered with Kizik. So they're, they're the ones selling them. Jet Puffed is calling them S'mores Shoes. But on Kizik's website, they're listed as Toasted Marshmallow Mars Roamers. Okay. But they're available for a limited time until they sell out and they're not cheap. Each pair will cost you $119. They think, look comfortable. Jen, I think they look comfortable. Uh, you know. If I walked I, by I someone wearing in, those, I wouldn't think. That yeah, I mean, I, I immediately looked for the pictures of this and considered it because it sounds like a very unique mm-hmm. yeah, footwear. And, and, and I like that. The bar, Barbie and I'm still, you know, upset about up. that. Yeah, you've been missing um, out on a couple. I know. I'm slacking. I'm slacking. What's going on? She's been yeah. buying a lot of Bengal stuff instead. Oh, no. I've stopped. You've stopped doing I've that, I've stopped. Too? Oh, yes. I have not bought anything this year. Nope. Oh, good for you. I know. That's not true. We bought that jacket. Well, that's all I bought. <laughs> but that's been a couple of months. That's been a few months. Maybe that's been should, a bit. Maybe you should say this season. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, it's going to have, it would have to be something super spectacular. Because at this point, when I, when I was home last week, I was going through piles of clothes all over the place, and I'm like, "Oh, I forgot about that." Oh, do you have some fabulous? Oh, forgot things? it. Oh, forgot about. Forgot about that. I'm getting ready to go into. So I feel like when the kids go back to school, I feel like I get my house back. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Because, you know, we we have somewhat of a routine during the summer, but not collectively. It kind of feels like we do camp or we do this or we do that. So I feel like we also accumulate a lot of things. And I cannot wait for school to start tomorrow so that I can just like purge Penelope's room and just like gut her room and kind of figure out some of the things that she's just been collecting in there over the past, I don't know, 10 weeks. Hmm. Kind of feels like you get it back. I know, but will she be devastated if you get rid of things? No, I think she doesn't. I think she's along the lines of you sometimes. Like, I don't even really know if she knows everything she has. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about like, you know, some notebooks or, you know, things like that. Old books that we have from when she was younger. And now that she's learning to read, we can kind of bring in new books. Mm. Stuff like that. Shoes that don't fit her anymore. Things like that. Because nothing is, was ever an obvious throwaway in my house. Like, Multiple times, I had one of the women that would stay with him in the morning when I would leave for work. I had to go out in the garage and go shoulder deep into garbage bags looking for empty sticker pages. So he had the page of stickers and he had used all of the stickers on the page, but he wanted to save the sheet. The empty one. The empty one. But to anybody else, it looked like garbage. And she threw away the same thing twice. And he's freaking out, running all over the house, looking for the thing. And I'm out in the garage digging through gross, nasty garbage, (laughs) trying to find it. And luckily I did because he was in full-blown meltdown mode. That was my mom, (laughs) by the way. Yeah. She would save the remaining sheet that those stickers came off. Yeah. I'd be like, why would you? What, why? Do you need, what do you need it for? Why do you want it? I can I'd, recycle it. I can use it as I can jot down notes <laughs> and things. 
<laughs> you have a notebook right there next to the telephone. Mom. Honestly, I had moments where I'm like, you're just messing with me. No, I'm absolutely serious. Yeah. Don't throw that away. <laughs> yeah. I'll talk to her first. <laughs> so if you've watched zillions of hours of HGTV, willingly or unwillingly, uh, it may seem like there's no home renovation drama that you haven't seen, but this is actually quite new. A woman in Tennessee is doing a bathroom renovation and her place is all torn up, including this hole in the floor. And a few days ago, she wakes up to a sound coming from the bathroom. Oh, no. And sees some random dog sticking its head through the hole. Oh. So the dog, how'd the dog get in there? Is it living underneath the house? Well, the dog seemed fine, although she was worried about it being stuck because she had no idea where it came from or how it even got underneath the floor. But uh, she was ultimately able to free the dog from the hole. And when she and her husband opened up the crawl space, the dog came running out. Aww, so she thing. gave the dog food and water. This is not my dog. Sweet baby, how did you get there? How did this happen? And what do I do about it? I mean, he's chill. Oh, my gosh. Like, what do I do? <laughs> you what have do to I keep do? it, lady. Well, no, she can't keep it. <laughs> she actually found the dog's owner. The dog's name is Lulu, and her favorite food is cheese. Nice. Uh, it's still unclear how the dog got under the house in the first place, but the homeowners think Lulu may have been looking for shelter from the rain. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, oh. another woman abandoned her dog. Oh, I hate this story. Oh, this, this is story a infuriates story. me. Yeah, a woman was flying out of Pittsburgh last Friday morning, heading off on vacation to some resort. And she had her seven-year-old French bulldog with her. Seven years old. She's had this dog for seven years. And she gave it away? Worse. Well, she tried to claim the dog was an emotional support animal, but it, it wasn't. So they told her, listen, you're going to have to put it in a crate. And this woman had apparently done zero research and was just pushing it in a stroller. But instead of dealing with the situation, she just abandoned the dog in the parking lot and boarded her flight. And like, I, there, I've heard other stories just like this. Why? Isn't that unbelievable? How can you, I just can't eat? It's unimaginable. Yeah. Like, what is she hoping that somebody takes? It she doesn't care. She doesn't care. She wants wow. to go on her trip. She couldn't take her dog, so dog is just on its own well thankfully an airport worker found the dog sitting in the stroller near short-term parking at 5 30 in the morning she left some food and water but the worker said the dog looked very sad thankfully traumatized certainly uh physically it's okay police took it in got it to an animal shelter they found a microchip but we're not in they were not able to get in touch with the owner probably because she's sipping mojitos by a pool in bermuda somewhere Oh my gosh. Uh, but cops crazy. say she will likely face animal abandonment charges Good. when she gets back and up to a $1,000 fine, Good which for, yeah. seems cheap. We were able to determine that the dog's owner had attempted to fly with the dog this morning and was denied boarding due to having an improper cargo container. In turn, the dog was abandoned and its dog's owner continued to its resort destination as intended. The owner also attempted to fly with the animal under the pretenses of being an emotional support dog, but was denied boarding for that as well. 
You got to have yeah, paperwork I, for that. That's insane. Also, there's places. There's Rover. There's uh, Dogtown. Yeah. There's all of these places that will watch your dog for you. Right. Well, the story does have a happy ending. The shelter that's taking care of the dog says they've already gotten a ton of calls from people who want to adopt it. So that's yeah. good news. When stuff like this happens, that's when you know you know the dog. In the end, the dog's going to end up in a much better situation yeah. than where it started. Also, do you think... But still. Did she really think she's going to be able to bring her dog into the all-inclusive that's resort? What I, I mean, immediately, like, Tim, I was thinking the same thing. You're going to bring thinking, it to the swim-up bar with you? Like, even if what? it's a support dog, I have never nope. seen... A, a an animal at an all inclusive resort, like yeah. out of all the ones yeah. we've been to. I mean, sometimes they have cats roaming around, which I think the resort provides for rodent care or whatever. You know, mm. yeah. Just, but I've never seen like a dog or anything. Just jungle animals. Insane. Yeah, mm. lizards, iguanas, crap like that. Mm. People, humans. I know. Uh, by the way, have you ever tried and failed to get those satisfying baseball field stripes when you mow your own lawn? Nope. Uh, trying to make it look like Great American Ballpark over here. <laughs> Not working. What am I doing wrong? Well, Popular Mechanics just posted some tips on how to do it right. Those stripes happen when you go back and forth in opposite directions because the grass lays in different directions. So you're already doing that part right. But here are the four things that matter the most. The type of grass, lawns that are mostly one single type tend to have neater looking stripes. Some bags of grass seed have multiple types, which probably won't help much unless you're putting in a new lawn. But if it seems like your grass never gets good stripes, that might be one reason. And the height you cut it plays a role. You won't have good stripes if you cut your grass really short. It needs to be long enough to be pushed over and bent a little. In general, they say three and a half inches is the best height for stripes. We work with a guy who has purchased a special, I'm just going to call it a heavy rolling thing. It looks like a rolling pin made out of metal and it, it attaches to his push mower and it pushes down the grass when he cuts to have the... Most, the stripes. The most huh. perfect lawn in Silverton. Yeah. He actually, um, when every time that he posts like pictures or a video of this, it's almost like the most shared thing that he has because people are just so obsessed with how to get your lawn to look like look this. Like that. That's yeah. funny. Uh, also, make sure your mower has a flap in the back. It's the lawnmower equivalent to mud flaps on trucks. Mm -hmm. Most push mowers have them to prevent rocks from kicking up and hitting your legs. But you'll get better stripes if there's also a weighted bar at the bottom that drags across the ground. Uh, you can add one to your current flap if you want, or there are specific products you can buy that attach to the back of your mower. Um, and then finally, make sure your technique is on point. Once you're sure you have the right grass, the right height, the right equipment, here's how you actually get the straight lines. Don't just start at one side of your lawn and do a rectangle. Stripes tend to look best when they're cut at an angle to the road or sidewalk, but that means not every stripe is the same length. So they say start with the longest pass you'll need to make, which is usually a strip near the middle, because starting point and an end point, like a tree or a post in the distance, and just keep staring at that target to get the straightest line possible. If you look down too much, you'll make tiny corrections and you start, you know, weaving or curving or zigzagging. 
And then once you have that first strip done, sort of use that as your guideline. So uh, Kristen's uncle in Norway, we just visited. They, they hosted us. We got to stay at their place. And his grass is so short. It's like his yard is like a golf course. Mm. Oh, really? Is and that just how they cut it over there? He No, this is him. He's got this lawnmower that he controls on his app. It's like a Roomba. Oh, I've seen these. Some people have these before. Yeah. We've talked about it, and people will send us pictures of it. Yeah. I'm it not. just it just it's does a, its own thing. It's just good. It goes out there. And like it, in it GPS, does. mows your lawn, right? Yeah. Tim, I'm going to send this to you. Yeah, this is the wildest thing. It's like this little robot. And, and the weird thing is, like it sort of want there's no uniformity at all yet it the yard always looks amazing and and then it goes back to its little charging station do they sell those here mm-hmm. yes they do i don't know if it's that brand but here i just texted you the video that i shot and you can see the little tracks that it leaves but, I mean, that yard doesn't even look real. It looks like AstroTurf, yet it's real grass. And that thing probably runs every day on battery power. And then it goes back to its little charging station when it's done. And then it it goes back out. But it knows, like, where the yard, the perimeter of the yard. It never strays. He says, this is the greatest thing ever. He loves this thing. Wow. Yeah. But it looks like this little alien creature that. That's in the yard. Yeah. I, those Roombas are noisy. I just, I don't like them. I think they take too long and they're noisy and they're, they just seem like they crash all over the place. I know people love them because they don't want to do the vacuuming themselves, but I could potentially see doing this for my yard. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is cool. Isn't that neat? Yeah, I, I like our Roomba, but I use it for a large basement area that doesn't have a lot of obstacles. Yeah. I think that's the challenge with most people. It's like... Getting it to go around the table, the chair, the couch, the whatever. Like, we just have a big open rec room in the basement with, like, a ping pong table in it. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. Roy was saying he's got to do his own edging. Oh, yeah. But. Mm. Yeah, but this thing's cool. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Yeah. It mm. is 748. Jeff Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And coming up, uh, brand new second date update. But first, check the roads. We got Denise Johnson here with your latest track. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group, schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Belated birthday ah, to you. so much. Oh, happy birthday, Mary. How was Thanks, it? guys. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's great to share a birthday with your mother, Jeff. Oh, It's a good day. Holly Morgan also. And Andrew Lachey. Andrew Lachey. Yeah. 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 A few yeah. people do. And, yeah. And my son. 
Oh, oh really? Oh, your son wow. was born on your birthday? Wow. That's is pretty your, cool. Um, lucky number eight, like, because, you it know, is. born August 8th. I could 8th. bore you to death with all the eights that have happened yeah. in my life. I was wow. eight, eight years old on the eighth day of the eighth month in 1980. Ugh. My son is... Born on 88. My daughter was born in 88. There's so much more. Wow. You're right. Numerology. Mm, you're right. I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> Don't stop. Exactly. How <laughs> did I'm a you, bored with it myself. How did you celebrate yourself on your birthday yesterday? I voted. Yay. There you go. There you go. Did you treat yourself to an ice cream or anything? Or some cake? A little treat? No. Something? No? No. That'll be this weekend. I think my husband's going to take me to Texas Roadhouse, which is my Yeah. There you go. Very nice. About. <laughs> All right. Good plan. Well, your birthday card is coming, Mary. I filled it out yesterday, so it'll be a little bit late. Well, thank you. <laughs> I was on vacation. After all these years, this will be the first one other than I got one from Natalie and John a few years back. Wow. Well, Very now you're going to cool. get a brand new one. A brand spanking new one. With a personalized well, message on it. Well, refrigerator my other one. There, there you go. go. Yep. Oh, you wrote there a personalized note. Yeah, I was like, oh, I know Mary. Yeah, sometimes if I know people too, I'll write like, hey, girl, hope you had a great day, <laughs> or whatever. And the, yeah, and the August 8th birthdays I just did today, so if you're getting one of those. They're going out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there you We're go. We're a bit behind. Better late than never. Let's yes. try to win you $1,000 for your birthday. All right. You really we go can crazy. do it. 30 seconds to answer 10 questions. It begins with the letter day. You do it. You win. Don't don't repeat any of your answers. Pass quickly. You know how this goes. I pretty much just did, ran through all of that for everybody else. Because yeah. I know you know. Right. All right. Were what you, do we got? Were you bummed out yesterday, Mary, when you didn't get the letter Y? Like Brittany <laughs> Absolutely did? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> but I was convinced if I got through and it being my birthday... Maybe Jen would have thrown me a bone. Oh, I would have let you pick your own letter day. Yeah. I know. When was pick your own letter week? When did we do that? Are we about due for another special week? Uh, that's up to you. <laughs> I'm going to let hey. you make that call. The boss is going out of town. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But that's she was we'll so it. mad about that's that. That's what we'll do. She was feeling, man. Uh, Hopefully. But- <laughs> Hopefully it'll be better than last time. The questions got a little muffled last time. It was time. my fault. I had a brain fart. Oh. Mm. Don't worry. But Mary, I got so much heat for being human and losing my place. Like, so oh. so many people were so rude about it. When I was out, oh. were you, yeah, did like, you screw up? Well, I, A, I wasn't feeling well last week, and both of you were gone, and I was like, I can't call in sick, so I was powering through. I lost my place, and I repeated it, and Someone I Someone distract distracted her right in the people standing at the hallway. Yeah. And I'm like, I just lost my spot. She took her eye off the ball for one second. Yeah, yeah all that you matters can't do that. It didn't make me angry. Yeah. Well, I know. That's what I was like. And I was like, well, Mary, like. So how did you fix it? What'd you do? Well, I didn't think she was going to win anyway because she had passed a couple. And then when we came back, oh. the time ran out. So I was just like, we moved on. People gave you crap about that, oh, though? Oh, my God. I was yes. doing pretty good, though. You she had... caught a lot of heat. Yes, I did. Yeah. Hey, guess what? It's our $1,000 and we don't have to give it to anyone. <laughs> <I> okay? <know. laughs> we were like, Fridge, you messed that up. You should have given her the money. You you shut up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. No, it's our freaking game. And shut I, up. And I go back and I was like, thanks for understanding that I'm a human and humans mess up. This is why we well, have Tim handle. out there for having my back, but yeah. it's okay. This is why we have Tim handle all the complaints. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you I taught see. swim lessons and it was the last day of class and I brought popsicles and the kids were like, I want an orange. 
orange one. I want a red. No, you're going to get what I give you. I didn't have to bring this at all. Yeah, do you know what you say now when you're a teacher? You're you getting get, orange. Shut you, up. You go, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. Like, my kid comes home and says that, because that's what they teach you. Get what you get, you don't, don't throw, throw a fit. I like that. I do, too. That's Mr. Cute. Customer Service. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mary, uh, today you actually got the letter J. So Ooh, I that's think not bad. That, uh, in addition to the letter J, it says here that you also get one free pass. Ooh. So, Mary, if you can answer nine questions in 30 seconds that begin with the letter J, you will win $1,000. Have, have you ever day. won, wow. Mary? Have you ever won, no, Mary? This is, and this no. is the third time I've had a free pass. No, okay. I've never won. Isn't right. it pathetic? All right. the biggest loser still. She's pretty, right. You've come pretty close. Do you get nine one time? I believe so. I think so. Yeah, she got, she got, yeah. All right. Well, maybe today's the day. All right, here we go. With the letter J, name something you buy at Target. Jelly. Something you bake. Pass. Something you squeeze. What? Something you squeeze. Oh, your butt. Something sweet. Pass. A body part. Jolly Rancher. Jaw. A restaurant. Juno's. A verb. Jump. A celebrity. James Garner. A sports team. Jumping Jehoshaphat. Something. What? <laughs> I love that she went for Rockford. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's awesome. I, you know, I'm thinking of my mind like John Travolta, John Mayer, something like that. James Garner. <laughs> we didn't discuss how old I turned yesterday. Uh, well, Wait, I was confused though because you said something you squeeze, you said butt. But that's no, a, Jen said but Mary said juice. But I, were you saying but to something you bake? I didn't say but about anything. No, I heard you but. said but. No, or did Jen you say Jordan bunt? Said but. Jen said but. Did you say bunt? No. For something you say, bake? No, no. Well, sometimes what Mary will do is when I throw out an answer, because she did it later, when I throw out that she passes, oh. <laughs> then I'll say the next question, and then she'll answer the one that she just passed. Yeah, she did that with Sorry. something sweet, and right. she went with Jolly Rancher. Right, but did she say something for something you bake? Or something you After know. I asked something you squeeze? No, yeah. I wrote no. Jelly Roll, but she did not. Okay. You said, I already said Jelly. Gotcha. Yeah, you could have gone with jam, though, for something sweet. But jo Jolly Rancher was a nice recovery. Yep. Yeah, Jelly Bean. That was for a sure. good one. Yeah. yeah. I'm sheer entertainment at this point. I know. You were close, though, Mary. Well, thanks. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> I know. I'll well, just go walk hey, it off. We hope you enjoy Texas Roadhouse. They yes, have the best rolls. For sure. <laughs> I absolutely will. What's that dish your mom do. likes, Jen? Oh, that's at Longhorn. That's oh, sorry. The that's Longhorn, the Parmesan and crusted chicken. chicken. Texas Roadhouse is where Alan Skinner goes. That's why you might hear us talk about That's that. That's right. Alan loves the Texas It is Wednesday. Roadhouse. Is this his night? We yeah. all got our favorite steak place. <laughs> yeah, yes, we, we sure do. do. All right, Mary. Okay, okay. Mary. Happy birthday. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.